Hi, my name is Amanda Panacea, and you're listening to the Healer Revolution podcast. This is a community for self-healers, biohackers, practitioners, and any other helping professionals. You're in the right place if you're seeking conversations about how pain becomes passion, the connection between physical, energetic, mental, and our spiritual self, finding your body's ancient wisdom, the latest biohacking technologies, clinical research, and if you just want to nerd out about complex biochemistry and quantum physics. But this is also for entrepreneurs who seek infinite abundance and a supportive community. So pour a cup of King Coffee or Sistus Tea and let's join the revolution. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of The Healer Revolution. I'm Amanda Panacea, and it is with pleasure that I introduce Chelsea Turner. She is a nutritional therapy practitioner who specializes in helping women uncover the root cause of their symptoms and restore balance within. She has over a decade of personal experience overcoming her own health challenges, such as anxiety, autoimmune disease, heavy metals, lime, mold, parasites, SIBO, and more. Chelsea knows all too well what it's like to feel dismissed by the conventional medical system and to lose sight of hope for healing. In her practice, she helps women understand the imbalances in their body and empowers them with the tools they need to take back their own power and to heal. You can connect with Chelsea on her Instagram at Chelsea Turner Wellness or on her website, ChelseaTurnerWellness.com, where she shares her approach to healing along with recipes and wellness tips for a nourished mind, body, and soul. So without further ado, enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Healer Revolution. I am Amanda Panacea, and I'm super thrilled today to be introducing one of my friends, Chelsea Turner. Hi, Chelsea. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, Amanda. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to get to chat with you. Yes, me too. So I really don't know a lot about you besides that you are a root cause practitioner and you honestly... I'm really, really jealous of the graphics you make on Uh, Instagram. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You have a really good talent for that, a good design, like very good creativity. So um, I love reading and learning from you. So I'm really excited to have a conversation about how you got here and what this all means for you. I love that. I, I love that, Amanda. I just feel like I learned so much from you. So that's that's a huge compliment. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Yeah. But you deserve it. Me, thank you. Yeah, I feel like for me with my story, just kind of when it comes to health, I feel like I have really struggled with my health my whole life, <laughs> that or as far as I can remember. Really, just ever since I was a child, I have just always been or always felt like I was sick as a kid. Like I always had a cold or like some type of infection, strep throat or ear infection. Like I feel like the other kids in my class would just have a cold or something. And for me, it would always be this like full blown, like super sick type of thing. So really I've struggled for quite a while with my health and kind of moving into like when I got older into high school and college, I feel like it really escalated And I just had a lot of like digestive symptoms going on, um, just a lot of like fatigue, um, really bad allergies, things like that. Once I did get older, I had really horrible like menstrual cycles and just 
all sorts of symptoms under the sun. And I kind of just started feeling like that was normal um, just because I had felt like that for so long. And then really after I graduated college, right after I got married is kind of when everything like hit the fan for me and my health just took a dramatic decline. All of a sudden I had just gotten married and my husband and I were on our way back from our honeymoon. So I'm really thankful that it wasn't while we were there (laughs) and I got to have a nice honeymoon, but on our flight back, I felt like sicker than I have ever felt in my whole life. And I thought I had just some horrible case of food poisoning it was just awful. Like my stomach was just killing me and just constantly running to the bathroom and all sorts of uh, gross (laughs) details going on. But um, anyway, turned into, you know, going and finding all these different doctors, seeing all these specialists, getting all these tests done. And then I was formally diagnosed with Crohn's disease. So that was back in 2011. And Really, I was just told in that moment, like you have this incurable disease and you're always going to have it. Um, There's nothing you can really do about it other than being on medications. And I was just point blank told that like no lifestyle changes, diet changes would make absolutely no impact uh, in my health. And so looking back on it now, it like it still makes me get like angry, like my skin is all just (laughs) kind of boiling, but, um, cause I know that that's just not true, but in the moment it was like so defeating and so, so scary. And, um, it really just kind of launched this me starting to like learn more about health and learn more about nutrition and lifestyle diet changes. And that's really kind of just led me to, to where I am now, I'd say about maybe two years ago or so, um, up until then I was doing really well and had gotten my health, uh, under balance, you know, was taking some medications, things like that. And about two years ago, kind of had another, like what I'd call health crisis, um, just tons of symptoms out of nowhere, like really intense, like physical anxiety, like I've never experienced. And, that really just launched me into, you know, learning all about holistic health and learning about root cause and trying all these different holistic types of doctors and doing all these different kinds of protocols that really kind of got me nowhere and just left me like circling, spinning my wheels really until I started diving into learning about toxins and how they really affect us as well as like past traumas, things like that. And so that is kind of what's led me to be here where I am now. So kind of a long, long story. I wasn't rambling too much there, but. Oh no. Yeah. No, I mean, that's Crohn's disease. I have a lot of people always ask me, can you reverse it? So Mm -hmm. what is your opinion on this? Yeah, that's a really good question. I personally feel like I want to say that you can, I think that reverse is, is a strong word. I don't think I know enough about that yet. Um, but that's definitely probably the spot that I'm in currently where I'm trying to get my health to the best place that I possibly can so that I can start to come off of some of those medications because I'm still taking some conventional medications, but that's really my ultimate goal. And what I think a lot of people's goal is, is to be able to reverse that. I feel like there's, what I'm learning is that there's always a reason. There's always a deeper reason for these types of like conditions, if you will. I feel like they, you know, I feel like a lot of time we're just given these kind of blanket diagnoses and they have so much like weight and and meaning behind them. 
in the like Western medical world, but I feel like they're really just kind of a cluster of symptoms really. And so I think that if you can figure out and pinpoint why are you having those symptoms in the first place, like what is causing the body to be in that state of dysfunction where now you're having symptoms of an autoimmune disease, then yes, I want to believe that it can be reversible once you're able to figure that out. Yeah. And there's something else that I'm starting to see a a theme with, and I noticed this looking back for myself as well. You mentioned that your big health crash happened right after you got married. Mm -hmm. And what happened for me also is my health crashed when I got into a safe, stable relationship. Like your body was, was ready to let go of everything that it had been holding on to emotionally, obviously physically. And so I was wondering if you have pinpointed maybe some of the like emotional aspects to what happened and what, how you got to that point also. Yeah. I feel like, I think that there's definitely, I think that I have definitely experienced a lot of emotional types of trauma. I don't think at the time, like years ago that I really recognized that that's what that was, that it was trauma. And now looking back on it, I definitely see it that way. And so you know, growing up, I, I had a difficult childhood. I, my parents fought a lot in our home and there was just kind of a lot of like constant chaos. And I feel like for me, that has always made me be not consciously aware, but like subconsciously very drawn to that type of like chaotic environment. And so I do think I was always in a lot of relationships that really weren't the best fit for me. And so um, that's interesting that you say that about you and your relationship, because yeah, I felt that way kind of like, okay, this is safe and this is my person and he makes me feel so safe and grounded. I also felt like looking back on it now that you're saying that it's making me think to myself, like that was really kind of a separation period of like moving out of my parents' house and like kind of becoming into my own family with my husband and kind of separating from some of that, I think. So I'm sure that some of that could have played a role for sure, as well as just a lot of stress that I was under at the time. I was, I think I was about to graduate college or I had probably just graduated. I really don't remember now, but a lot of stress with that and um, just planning the wedding and that of course, like stirred up a lot of family type of drama and things like that. So yeah, there was a lot going on at that time for sure. And so when did you decide to make this a career? Yeah. So really pretty recently, I would say really when I started having this kind of health crisis, um, I ended up finding out that we were living in mold. And so that's a big part of that story and just kind of led me down this rabbit hole into root cause health and started working with a nutritional therapy practitioner myself. And I just felt such a huge impact and change in my health. And so that really inspired me to want to go back to school. And at the time, like I didn't go into it thinking that I was doing it to help others. I went into it because I love learning and I just wanted to learn as much as I could from this, what was like a new modality to me. And that was really exciting to me. And so that was right at the time that the pandemic had started. And at the time I was working in a corporate career, I worked in uh, marketing and PR. So another very chaotic (laughs) environment and started working from home because of the pandemic. So I had a much more like flexible schedule and I just took the leap and decided like, you know what, 
I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go back to school. And so I did. And I loved every minute of being in school and I just loved it and wish I had done it earlier. But in doing that, I started opening up a lot more and like sharing more on my social media, just about my story, really connecting with other people. And in a way it was like really healing for me to share my story. And it was sort of overwhelming to see just how many people are really, really struggling with their health and with some of these types of conditions. And so that just really lit this passion in me of like, okay, I have seen such a change in my health and I'm really changing my life and how I feel. And there's all these other people here who are really lost and struggling. And it just made me want to start doing this as a career. So I started kind of shifting gears and thinking that way. And it was really scary because I, I did have a, you know, a, a good <laughs> corporate career and um, was set up pretty well and had worked hard to get there. And this was completely different from what I was doing. And um, I kind of just took a leap and just said, I'm going to do it. And um, I don't know like what that's going to look like or who my clients are going to be or where I'm going to find them or like how, how that's all going to turn out. But just decided to quit my corporate career, which looking back on it seems so crazy <laughs> and so like out of character for me. So I'm such a planner and like I get very like wrapped up in details and stuff. Um, but I'm so glad that I did and just like took that leap because leaving that career and leaving like all of that behind me and all of those things that like just didn't serve me, I feel like really just pushed me more into being just so much more passionate and wanting to help other people. And then I had the time to be able to do that and like capacity. So, yeah. Yeah. That's incredibly brave. And I can see, like, I can kind of tell by your personality that that's out of character for you to have done. <laughs> Yeah, I will like talk myself. It's something that I'm trying to work on. <laughs> um, I will like talk myself out of everything, right? <laughs> like, and so really my husband is what motivated me. And he was like, you want to do this and you're going to be so good at this. And like, you're made to do this. Like, you've got to just do it. So he kind of lit, lit a fire under me for sure. That's amazing. So it sounds like he plays just such a really big pivotal role in and yeah. the changes that you've made and coming out of your family situation. I think that having that supportive partner is, is just like, there's no comparison. Mm -hmm. If you, if you are that type of person that maybe didn't have somebody that believed in you, maybe you didn't have mentors, maybe your parents were struggling with their own issues. So I don't know if you want to talk about like, how do you find a partner like that? Yeah. <laughs> do you have any advice? <laughs> it's a good question. Um, I mean, it kind of just happened. And at the time, like we were really young. Um, I met my husband when I was 18 and he oh, wow. was, I think, 20. And so we have really grown a lot, like together. Um, like we, I think, have helped each other really grow into like the people that we want to be because it wasn't always that way. <laughs> um, you know, to be hundred percent honest, like we definitely had a kind of tumultuous relationship when we first got together, you know, and didn't really know how to have like healthy conflict and things like that. But I think that there was a lot of love there and we just kind of like learned and, and grew together. And so then when we got married and this health challenge came and it was really just it just rocked our whole world. 
And it just brought us so much closer together. Like I always try to say that as horrible as it was, like looking back on it and being in it, I'm really thankful that it happened because it just really strengthened me in a lot of ways and strengthened my relationship. Like, I feel like we went through that and I feel like we could get through anything together. So I think we had a lot of like, to to answer your question, I feel like we had a lot of stuff (laughs) thrown at us and we were able to come together versus like come apart. And I think that that has really helped us. Yeah. That's amazing that you were together so young and we're able to grow. I feel like that's very unique and unusual. So yeah, you have something very special for sure. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a very close bond. I'm very thankful for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like the whole situation in my, with my relationship, I got sick, like right after that. And I feel like it taught me so much about love. Like mm-hmm. in our current world, we have hookup culture, dating apps, people talking to you 24 seven on the internet, women especially have like 10 backups. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it taught me like, wow, somebody can actually stick with you. Even like when there's a million options out there, even if they could literally walk out the door and find someone else, it was much easier to deal with. Like yeah. this must mean that true love actually exists, or at least when you put in the effort, you'll get the effort back. So yeah, I I think that it's, yeah, just so critical when you're going through something with your health to have some sort of community or at least one person, sister, brother, mother, partner, just somebody that isn't going to gaslight you or doubt you. (laughs) Yeah. I know you talk about this a lot, the gaslighting that happens in Western medicine. Yeah. I don't know if you have any horrible stories to tell about the gaslighting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, it's, it's really unfortunate. And that is really why it's so important. I feel like to have a strong support system. And like you said, at least have one person who you can really go to and, and who can really help ground you and support you in that, what you're going through. Cause it's very like unearthing and very just, it's just difficult to walk through alone. And I think it's just really unfortunate how so often in Western medicine, you know, we go to the doctor and we go because we think that they're going to help us and not saying anything bad about them or that they're not helpful or that they're not needed. Like they are, but unfortunately I think that there's a lot who just don't really care as much, or they don't have maybe the capacity to really help their patients in that way. And so people go to them because they're sick and they're seeking help. And a lot of times they're just kind of laughed at or like made to feel like they're crazy for the symptoms that they're experiencing. You know, like for me, before I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, I was going to my doctor and just telling them all these things that were going on. And it was just, oh, well, we just need to put you on birth control or like, we just need to change this medication or you just have anxiety. There's probably a lot of stress in your life, like things like that, you know, before finding out that I was living in mold and learning about parasites and Lyme and like all these things that were very foreign to me at the time, I was going to my doctor and and telling them about the symptoms I was having all the like muscle twitching and like weird static shock and sensations and anxiety and like constantly feeling like I had to 
urinate and stuff like that. And just literally felt like I was crazy sitting there, (laughs) even though I knew that they were very real symptoms, like just the way that they were treating me, I guess, made me feel just completely out of my mind. And so, yeah, it's just really frustrating. And I, I think what frustrates me the most is that instead of just telling the patient, like, you know, that maybe they need to seek out some type of different help or trying to help them get a different opinion. They're just kind of slapped with like another band-aid solution or just kind of laughed at, like I said, instead of recognizing like that they may need a different level of like care or doctors where they'll try to just fix it and give you all these different band-aids when really they just don't know what's going on with you, but they don't, they don't just tell you that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Yeah, that would be admitting that they don't know. Right. Which, I mean, even now that you work with people, it's it's hard to for anybody to say that because then you're, yeah. you're admitting defeat. It but is. there's a much better way to go about it when somebody is struggling, much yeah. like more bedside manner would be something like, we're going to figure this out. Right. <laughs> don't worry. Exactly. As opposed to, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Yeah. It's all in your head type of feeling. So Mm -hmm. definitely. I mean, and you know, when I do meet with prospective clients, I mean, I, I just chatted with someone the other day and I didn't feel like they were, that we were the right fit for working together. I felt like they needed a different level of care than what I could provide. And I'm hundred percent open and honest about that because I want to help people. And, you know, I think that's, what's so wonderful about this holistic health space is that there's so many of us who are root cause practitioners and we all specialize in different things and have this really great network of colleagues and can refer out as needed so that we can really help people get that care that they need. And that's just not something that is available in, in Western medicine, you know. Have you had to give up coffee for health reasons? Maybe because of the stress it was putting on your adrenals, maybe because it was messing with your sleep, maybe because you felt terrible after drinking it, or maybe because you were told coffee had mold on the beans and you needed to stay away from mold. Well, what if I told you there's an organic, mycotoxin-free, quality coffee that contains reishi spores or Ganoderma lucidum? Ganoderma lucidum helps to modulate your immune system, adapt to stress, balance hormones, and doesn't give you the jitters or shakes like regular coffee used to. Sounds too good to be true, right? It's called King Coffee by the company Organo. And King Coffee came into my life when I was struggling with chronic hives, full body eczema, and mast cell activation syndrome. I hadn't drank coffee in years because it made me feel anxious, shaky, and clammy. So I had no expectations that drinking King Coffee would be any different. However, I decided to give it a try after seeing lots of amazing practitioners talk about the benefits of reishi online. I tried a seven-day sample and the chronic hives were gone by day five. I was in shock. After that, I dove into the research on reishi and found that there are over 3,000 peer-reviewed PubMed clinical trials using reishi Ganoderma as an intervention. The company Organo also has a patent protected on their harvesting process. They double crack open the spore shells, which makes them up to 80% more potent than the body of the reishi, which is usually used in other reishi products. This also makes the spores 90% more bioavailable for your body to use. 
If you would like to try King Coffee, visit thehealerrevolution.myorganogold.com or for a seven-day trial, you can check out my link tree on my Instagram at Amanda Panacea. Yeah, and I also really love how you don't have to be a doctor and charge $500 a session. Like there's so many other options I wish I knew about 10 years ago when I was you know, first trying to figure things out. I was like, well, I can't afford to see a functional medicine doctor for $500. Yeah. (laughs) What program did you choose and why did you choose it? I guess. And why were you called to, to that program? And I guess, I guess what I'm asking is like, do you feel like you have a niche yet? Do you feel like you have like the type of client or illness or anything that you like working with more so than others? Yeah. So I decided to enroll in with the NTA to become a nutritional therapy practitioner. I had followed that program for quite some time. When I was first diagnosed with Crohn's, I started really diving into nutrition really heavily and learning a lot about that. And so that's kind of when I first found out about that program. And so kind of had like always wanted to do it for a while. And I just never did, never took that leap. So that's the program that I chose. I really wanted that like foundational aspect to learn and understand about nutrition and just how the body works. And so I loved that program. I feel like it's so, so important to understand about the foundations of health, you know, how we need to be well hydrated and about mineral status and balancing blood sugar, things like that. And just really heavily focusing on nutrition. Um, so I loved that program gave me a really wonderful foundation, but I definitely felt like in the work that I wanted to do, because I was so passionate about this root cause type of work and learning about parasites and Lyme and mold and all these other things that I needed additional education to, to really dive into that. And so I ended up uh, taking a course in functional blood chemistry and that just like blew my mind. (laughs) I loved that course and just learned so much about the body and just all the information that we can learn from reviewing blood work from a functional perspective. Um, And I've done a couple of other like certifications along the way. I'm in the bioenergetic certification right now, which I know that you're a big part of. So I love learning about that. I love using those scans with my clients. So that's kind of the educational route that I decided to take. Um, And then as far as just the people that I like to work with, that I feel most called to work with, I feel like I learned a lot about how much I love educating people just in like sharing my story. So I really love working with women who are really motivated to take back their own health and who really want to learn like how and why to do that versus just be told what to do. I feel like I'm always wanting to work with women who are just tired of like troubleshooting on their own or they're going around in circles with band-aid solutions and protocols like I did and just kind of chasing after symptoms. And instead they're wanting to really take that like root cause approach and understand why they're feeling the way that they're feeling. Yeah. So that's a pretty important point that you brought up the, the chasing symptoms, navigating on, on your own. I definitely had a lot of years of that. I remember when I was in, uh, when I was in grad school, 
for my counseling program, we had a, I think it was a, an alcoholism or substance abuse course. Mm -hmm. And actually they had a whole class on like physical aspects of addiction, which was very unique for when I got my master's that long ago. So it was like 12 years ago. And there was a whole book on amino acids for regulating your mood. And I went out and bought every single amino acid, just one by one. Like (laughs) I probably spent like $200. Yeah. (laughs) There's a lot, (laughs) but I think that, um, especially women, we, we listen to something. It sounds amazing. We think it's going to be the thing that's, that saves us. We go spend a ton of money and then nothing changes. And then we learn the next thing. And then that's like, no, this is the thing. This is really going to be the thing. (laughs) There you go and buy that. So that's a big, I think that's a a process where like with everybody's discovering health, I don't think it's necessarily avoidable, but to really like you keep mentioning the word root cause and understand like the foundations, walk me through maybe some of the foundational work or like what you do in the beginning when you meet with people for the first time. Yeah. So really when we're first meeting, we're just taking a deep dive into someone's health history, um, going through all of their symptoms, signs and symptoms that the body's telling us, looking at any functional testing that they've had done, whether that's blood work or the bioenergetic testing, and really trying to see just what is going on at the root of all of these symptoms. From there, I usually will work with clients for probably about 30 to 45 days or so, at least depends on the person just focusing on like those foundations of health. So really making sure that their nutrition is where it needs to be and what is going to be most nourishing for them, making sure that their mineral status is doing well, that they're well hydrated, trying to get them sleeping as much as possible, which a lot of times that won't shift until later on once we get into some more of these uh, root causes, but really working on a lot of that work, balancing blood sugar, as well as opening up drainage pathways to really prepare the body for detox. And I feel like that is a piece that uh, is missed a lot. Like myself, for example, before I had kind of learned about this approach, I was going and seeing a lot of different naturopaths and they were definitely helpful. They helped me, but you know, none of them took this approach of like, we need to first make sure that your drainage pathways are open so that you're ready to actually detox and that you can like remove these toxins from the body. I feel like that's one reason why so many people can just struggle and get stuck because they're not doing that like prerequisite work first. So we spent a lot of time working on that. And then we move into working on parasites um, because you know, they are one of the largest critters (laughs) that's in the gut. And so they themselves can house and hold on to different bacterias and molds and heavy metals, things like that. So usually we'll spend about at least two to four months really depends on the person though. Some people, it can be longer working on parasites. And then we start to get a little bit deeper 
move into some heavy metal detox, mold, Lyme, co-infections, things like that. Just depends on whatever someone is really burdened with and what their body's ready to tackle. And I'll add in there, another big component of that is just making sure that their nervous system is well supported. And um, a lot of times I will refer out so that my clients will get like MBSR um, or emotion code work done, things like that, just to help support them along the way. Because I'd say like over the last year of my journey, I have really done a deep dive of that type of work for myself. And I'm starting to see just how important that is. And so now that I'm bringing clients into that type of work and seeing how they just do so much better on their protocol and just throughout the whole process, it's really, really eye-opening. So that's, that's a big piece as well. Oh yeah, for sure. And you know, this is like my favorite topic of the last year (laughs) because I thought I didn't need it. I thought I I became a therapist. I do yoga. Like (laughs) I, I don't need to do this nervous system work. Yeah. And of course it's a rude awakening when you're, you're like, fuck, I do need to do it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. This is probably the most important thing to do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think so often, like, it's just kind of looked at as like fluff, you know, like you said, like yoga or just, oh, just meditating, but it's so much more than that. And it's really, really important. Like, I feel like you a lot of times can get stuck, even if you really are going this route and following the right kind of order of operations to move through your health journey. If you're missing that piece, like you can just get stuck and it can be so frustrating because you feel like you have done everything that you're supposed to do and you're having symptom relief, but something is still really, really missing. And I think that's when you realize like, oh, like I do really need to do this work. <laughs> so. Yeah. And it can be as easy as like just taking deep breaths before you yeah. eat. <laughs> like, yep. Yeah. Don't eat while you're working. Um, yes. Don't eat in the car. <laughs> yeah. So just, hard not to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't fill your schedule with 75 things every single day of your life, which I have a really hard time with. Yeah. It can just be little steps like that. And a lot of people spend so much time feeling so, so amped up and in that fight or flight that they don't even know what it feels like to come all the way down to baseline. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I remember I was working with a therapist when I started doing some of this work. And one of the first um, kind of pieces of homework she gave me was she wanted me to just sit to myself and just do nothing. And I was like, well, what do you mean? Like, (laughs) what am I supposed to do? And she's like, you're supposed to do nothing. (laughs) And I, it was so hard for me. Like I couldn't sit still and I felt like I had to be looking at something or I had to be, have music on. Like it was so uncomfortable. And I think that just goes back to that constantly being in these like chaotic types of environments. And I think that's when I realized like, oh my gosh, I don't really know how to just like be. (laughs) Yeah. Very insightful. And I know a lot of people resonate with that for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So one of my questions that I love asking people is, uh, do you have a favorite like intervention, supplement, lifestyle change? Like what were some of the things that you feel have helped you the most? 
Yeah. So I feel like just kind of piggybacking on that conversation, I feel like the emotional work has really helped me a lot. Um, I really do love mind body spirit release. It's not something that I practice, but I have a lot of friends who do and um, have really enjoyed doing that. It's made a big difference for me, really learning how to work through some traumas that I have and things that I haven't really dealt with emotionally. So that has been huge as well as just really kind of what I already touched on with drainage pathways. I feel like my body, when I first started healing was just so sensitive. um, And I just couldn't really tolerate like supplements. I wasn't able to tolerate a lot of foods and things like that. And I think that my body just was struggling so much, having such a hard time being able to detox properly, and that it was just recycling a lot of those toxins. And so really getting into that work of opening up those drainage pathways and learning how to do that played a big uh, role in my health journey. And just, yeah, just learning how to just be and how to kind of let go of like the need to control, especially when it comes to your healing journey. For me, I think I let go and it's it's definitely still something that I'm trying to work on, but letting go of like expectations and where you feel like you should be um, when it comes to your healing and just trying to be where you are and just believe that your body's always working for you and, and that it'll come back into balance. So a lot of those mindset shifts have really helped me. Yeah. I like to take like a, I guess like a three-prong approach with the nervous system support the physical support, hydration, nutrition, drainage pathways, and the somatic, the body stuff Mm -hmm. and the inner work and the trauma work and getting it out of you. Mind, body, spirit release can fit into that very nicely too. So it's everything. It's not just one thing. When you look at root cause, it's always just your own little perfect storm that made you, you. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. It's really never just one thing. It's a lot, a lot of things combined together. And I feel like too, like at any point that can happen, even in someone who, you know, their body is in balance and they are doing a lot of this work and that can be really uprooting too, because you feel like you're doing all the things right, especially as a practitioner. And then something can just kind of come in like a wrecking ball, but it's really just like you said, kind of like the perfect storm and trying not to lose sight and feel like you're moving backwards and just feeling like, you know what, this is just where you're at right now. And like, you'll come back into balance. Yeah. Perfect. Well said. Thank you. Do you ever deal with imposter syndrome? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) For sure. Um, I feel like it's really hard not to. Um, I feel like both in my own healing and in, in business, right? Like it's hard because we have so much influence around us and I feel like that can be a good thing and can be really like uplifting and energetic. But sometimes if we just kind of consume too much information and especially if you have a personality like I do, where I always kind of feel like I'm not doing enough, (laughs) then uh, that little voice can just always be in the back of your mind. Also guilty. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it's hard, but I think it's important just to try to like tune that noise out. I feel like you can definitely get caught up in it. And I feel like what I'm getting better at is realizing when I'm getting like that, usually that's when I feel like I'm just trying to piece together content or something in my business that I don't really feel fully invested in or like passionate about. And I'm like, whoa, okay, 
why am I putting this together? Like, do I have to post this today? Just because who says I have to post it? The Instagram gods, like, (laughs) so it's kind of taking a step back and like getting back into yourself and your body and like why you're wanting to share what you're sharing and do what you're doing. I think it's hard to not be like influenced by other people, but if you can like tap back into yourself and your own intuition, I feel like that helps me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And looking at that inner child that has to perform to (laughs) get attention or not to get in trouble or whatever that little version of you that started that overachieving type A and just telling her like, yo, you don't need to just be. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like you're good. Yeah. I, I definitely have that in me and have the need to, part of it is just like a passion. Right. But it's like, it's a blessing and a curse. Cause I feel like that I feel like I just take on too much and I would be in all these courses and things all at once if I could. And it's just, that's just not really uh, sustainable. So I think helping to kind of come back onto the ground and just like, where are you at right now? And like, what are you wanting to do? That helps me. Perfect. So do you have any like regrets or any, anything that you've gone through that you feel like that was a huge life lesson or that was a mistake or anything like that? Yeah. I feel like for me, just kind of life lesson, I guess, has been just learning to like, accept the things that I can't change kind of comes into play again with that, that personality, right. Letting go of like control, letting go of fear has been, really big and something that I'm trying to work through lately and just like how to be in the present moment. I feel like life is so short. And I think that we really, I think a lot of people started realizing that during this pandemic that we've been in and just, you know, we've got to do what we love to do and just try to be in the present moment and not always be like looking to the past or looking to the future, but that's probably been my biggest lesson and definitely still navigating that. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. I love that answer. Uh, And then what would you say has been your biggest achievement or yeah, something like you're the most proud of? Yeah, I'd say I'm just really proud that I have taken what I feel like has been my most challenging struggle and I feel like turned it into my greatest strength. I feel like if it weren't for all those struggles and everything that I've been through in my journey, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. And I wouldn't be healing my own mind and body, and I wouldn't be really putting my passion to purpose by helping others find healing. So I do like to think of it that way that it, you know, I am thankful for it. And it's definitely something that I'm really proud of. Yeah. That's the whole theme of the podcast, actually. Pain (laughs) pain to purpose, pain to passion. Love that. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. So I know you have some really exciting things coming up with like your business and offerings. If you want to let us know what you have going on. Yeah. So I work with women one-on-one in um, my practice right now. I have a three and a six month program, and then I am working on some new ways um, that clients can start working with me. So I'm really excited for that. Still planning that all out, but that'll be um, probably around the fall that I'll have a couple of different offerings. Yeah. Awesome. And if you want to let everyone know where they can find you. Yeah. So you guys can come say hi on Instagram. I'm at Chelsea Turner Wellness. Um, I also just started a TikTok. I'm going to say, I honestly have no clue what I'm doing on there. (laughs) I feel like I'm too old to be on there, but I would love to chat with you on there too. 
I have lots of blog posts and more info just on my personal journey on my website at chelseaturnerwellness.com. And then I also send out a weekly wellness guide through my email newsletter. So there's a link to sign up for that in my website and on my Insta bio. So yeah, love to chat with you. Awesome. Thank you. And I just want to reiterate to everyone, Chelsea's graphics, and I guess this makes sense because you're in marketing, like yes. it's just there, they've always been perfectly well put together oh. and like <laughs> exciting to read and just, you can really tell that you're excellent at marketing. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I, yeah. I love like the design piece of it. It's fun for me. Mm-hmm. It's like a good outlet. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So is there anything else you wanted to add? No, I, I think that's it. Yeah. It was really nice getting to chat with you and thanks for having me on. Of course. Yeah. I loved getting to know you too. So thank you everybody for joining. You know where to find us. Everything will be in the show notes. Thank you. EMFs, electrosmog, and geopathic stress are an increasing problem in today's world. As someone who lives in a major city, one of the ways that I help lessen this kind of stress on my body is with a Soma Vedic. Soma Vedic is designed on the principles of controlled release of energy from precious and semi-precious stones and metals such as platinum, palladium, gold, and silver. This creates a coherent field more than 2,800 square feet. It's an Eastern approach to wellness combined with Western frequency therapy technology, and this puts Soma Vedic in a very unique device category all on its own. It helps with mitigating negative effects of EMF radiation, including 4G, 5G, Wi-Fi, geopathic stress, Curry and Hartman lines, oxidative stress, and free radicals. Somavedic also structures water and changes it into mountain quality spring water that is natural to our bodies and cells. It can structure and harmonize any tap water or bottled water. It provides water in its most natural state, just like nature intended. And you can harness the benefit just by placing your water jug next to Soma Vedic. You can check out somavedic.com. And for 10% off, you can use my code PANACEA, P-A-N-A-C-E-A. Mm-hmm.